Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sake Revolution. This is America's first sake podcast, and I'm one of your hosts. My name is John Puma. You may know me from the Sake Notes. You may also know me as the guy who runs the internet sake discord. And if you pop over to Reddit's r slash sake community, you'll also see me there. And I'm your other host, Timothy Sullivan. I'm a sake samurai. I'm a sake educator, as well as the founder of the Urban Sake website. And every week, John and I will be here tasting and chatting about all things sake and doing our best to make it fun and easy to understand. I have to first apologize to our listeners. We made a promise last week that our next few episodes would have been taped live at the American Craft Sake Festival. And here we are the third week after that, and we have already moved on to something else. Now, now, don't fret. This is not us moving on. This is just, just having uh, a topic that was very timely. If we waited until we were done with all the Craft Sake episodes, it might have been too late. Well, there's late breaking news on the resolution front. <laughs> I actually just returned from a brief but impactful trip to Japan. Yeah. So I fulfilled my revolution resolution for this year, but I made a vow years ago never to return to Japan in August. And I broke that vow <laughs> for this business huh. trip, had to do it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was the time I spent with friends and coworkers was fabulous, but it was summer. It was August in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? Uh, yeah, it's hot. I have been told I've never been to Japan in the summertime. And that is because anyone I've ever met who has been to Japan in the summertime has told me, whatever you do, do not go to Japan in the summertime. And I follow instructions remarkably well when it comes <laughs> to hot weather. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was the, the word that comes to mind is swampy. <laughs> swampy like you step outside and it's like you're stepping into humidity soup that's kind mm -hmm. of what it feels like yeah it sounds like florida in, in like july it's it's really humid really hot and yeah. the japanese word for humid is my favorite humid weather is, is mushi atsui <laughs> like mushy hotness no i got it <laughs> mushi atsui I like that one a lot. That was really good. <laughs> um, um, I'm not sure and, that's and the real translation, but <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> now, um, uh, and now you're back. I'm back. You're back. You've accomplished your, your goal for this year. And now yep. you're not going to go back to Japan at all for the rest of the I, year, right? I wouldn't say that. There might be, maybe, maybe there's another trip in me yet, but uh, I, bet. I thought that while it's still summer here, we should talk about Kind of a new category of sake that's emerged in Japan. Yeah, my understanding is that this 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 type of sake we're going to be talking about today has only been around for, well, since around 2007 or so. That's recent. That's really <laughs> recent. I don't know the style much from before then. Mm. So uh, what are we talking about today? Well, uh, in honor of your hot and sweaty. Sweating to the oldies. <laughs> visit to Tokyo. In honor of your hot and sweaty visit to Tokyo, we're going to talk about summer sake, the natsu right. sake. Natsu is, of course, summer in Japanese. It's very straightforward. Not a lot of mystery there. <laughs> As you just said, natsu means summer in mm -hmm. Japanese. So natsu sake is just summer sake. 
Yeah, summer sake. I, yeah, it's nice and easy. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, if you're careful. <laughs> and so, what? 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 Like, do, like, there's a lot of structure we have found in sake. A lot of things with specific names and specific mm-hmm. names have specific meanings. So, natsu sake, summer sake. What? What is? What defines summer sake? Well, this is kind of a new marketing term. It is not legally defined by Japan. So it is just something that brewers label their sake when it's released for consumption in summer (laughs) and usually shipped to arrive to consumers in summer. So there's no other definition other than it's available in summertime or it's a seasonal release for breweries. All right. So Hmm. does it have any like common characteristics to it? Like obviously nothing that is being uh, thrust upon them because there's no hard and fast rules about it but like what are they going for what's the here's a good one what's the vibe of summer (laughs) sake (laughs) well if you go into a liquor store in japan in the Mm -hmm. summer there's probably going to be a shelf of summer sake for these sake specialty liquor stores Mm -hmm. and they all have common characteristics now you and i have talked about fall release sake right Yeah. And that has very common packaging to it. There's always like autumn leaves tumbling on the label and things like that. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, not, a lot of red, a lot of brown. Yes. Very much those autumnal vibes. And it's similar for natsu or summer sake. Very often the bottles are clear and or frosted white. Mm-hmm. And the labels often have some kind of sky blue component to the label. And they just give off this really cool, refreshing vibe to them. So that's the whole notion behind this summer seasonal sake. You've seen a few on the shelves here in New York, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I want to say that we started getting uh, Natsu sake here in New York only a few years ago. It's a, it's a recent phenomenon. In my mind, it's like 2018, 2019, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do have to say that it feels like there's more now than there ever have been in the past. Like it feels like a real trend that's picked up and many breweries have started to release a summer sake. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea and I have had quite a few of them. If you go to Japan in in late May, you you can sometimes see them on the shelf at the like like so when I, I've got I've gone to Japan in, in late May a few times, or, you know, dipping into early June a little bit, and they start to show up on like the tail end. The last couple of days of the trip, you start to see them on the shelves. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely comes across as something that's a little bit like refreshing. It's supposed to be something you're having nice and cold. Like, I, I, I really like that. Is there anything else about them that I should know if I'm going to be sipping on some summer sake? Well, one other thing that I was thinking about this is that, you know, for winter, it's very common to drink warm sake and sake mm-hmm. has a real home in the winter time. But in the summertime, it's most people's go-to beverage is going to be like an ice cold beer or something a little bit more refreshing. So I think this is also a marketing opportunity. And I think to combat sagging sales in the summer, brewers more recently came up with this concept of summer seasonal releases to boost sales. So it, I, I can't deny that there's a little bit of a marketing angle in there too. I'm sure there is. 
So what should we expect from the taste though? Like I mm. mentioned that things are going for refreshing, but like what what's really going on there? Yeah, I think there's a few characteristics when you actually get to drinking the sake that are important. One, they're a hundred percent always meant to be consumed cold. So you want something well chilled, refreshing, and that usually translates to cleaner, drier. Mm -hmm. And usually something that has that refreshing, crisp finish to it. So this is starting to go right up my alley. I was about to say, this this sounds like a dream season for you, with the possible exception of having to be in Japan in the summertime. And uh, another thing that you often see in the summer sake is low alcohol, because you don't want to be sweating to the oldies in the summer and just downing too much alcohol, you're going to keel right over. So a touch lower alcohol... Sometimes sparkling, ice cold sparkling is also Mm. seen for summer sake, but just think crisp, refreshing, light, and delicious. Nice. Uh, So how much lower are we talking here? Are we talking like 6% or are we talking more like 14%? It can range from 8 to 10% up to 14, 15%. But Mm. usually they they veer below 15 just to get just the edge of lightness to them. This year, I had, on a few occasions, I had the kids' uh, summer sake, the uh, Heiwashuzo kid uh, Natsu sake, which is, is very light, very refreshing. It has a nice little bit of fruit to it, too. Mm. Dry, crisp finish. Mm. Really tasty stuff. I really liked it a lot. Didn't see as many this year as I think I might have seen in past years, but it's still nice to see them on the shelves. Yeah. Like we just said, there's been a number coming out. Mm-hmm coming to the States. So there's a wide variety to choose from. And I think that as long as I'm in the AC, (laughs) I can really enjoy those crisp, light, summer style sakes even more. Mm. (laughs) I like it. I like it. As you pointed out, though, this is definitely not something you're going to warm up or play with the temperature on. You're going to, you're going to enjoy these cold for those hot days. Yeah, I think they're going to avoid kind of all extremes. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be high alcohol. It's not going to be super fruity. It's not going to be really rich in coating. I think they're aiming for lighter, cleaner, crisper, and it's just going to be that super easy drinking type that you can over chill without any worries. You know, when we teach the sake som classes, we warn the students not to over chill sake because it can really dampen the aromas and the flavors. But I think the Natsu summer sakes are very easy to drink because you can chill them quite a lot and they're going to be just as enjoyable. So there's mm-hmm. not much worry about over chilling them because they're really meant to be served in that bracing cold temperature. Nice. So it sounds to me like they looked at the situation and like, huh, <laughs> people really aren't drinking a lot of sake in the summertime. Yep. Let's make something that... It's a little bit less alcohol, so it doesn't completely ruin your day if you're having it outside when it's nice and hot out. And go and leans into the, the cold, refreshing side of sake. And can can maybe maybe be something that somebody would pick up instead of a beer. <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah. Or <laughs> or maybe instead of a white wine in the US. Mm, yes. Now we've selected one of these summer sakes to enjoy together today, John. And I'm kind yeah. of ready. <laughs> After all this jibber jabber, I am ready yeah. to try it. So Sounds good to what, me. What sake have we selected to represent our our summer seasonal this year? 
So I'm very excited because I have not yet had this year's version of it. This is the uh, Shichita Natsujun. So it's Natsujun Mai. They love to abbreviate things. And it's a Namazume. So it is once pasteurized. Shichita, of course, is uh, from uh, Tenzan Shuzo over in Saga. We've had quite a few visits to Saga on our show before. And um, even though they're in Saga, the rice on this one is Dewa Sansan. Oh, should I start? It's got its own song. Should I start singing? <laughs> no, no, I think we're good. Uh, we got Dewa Sansan <laughs> milled down to 60%. Yep. And uh, sake meter values plus two. That that dryness and sweetness is just a touch on the dry side. Acidity is 1.3. This is so pleasant sounding. And then the yeast is a Saga F401 and Association 1801. All right. So we've got it in the glass. Let's give it a smell. Yes. Hmm. I want to say there's a touch more aroma on this than I was expecting. Hmm. But it's very fresh smelling, isn't it? Like it makes oh, me yes. think of cucumber, maybe some pear, bright and fresh. Smells absolutely delicious. Yeah, and there's there is a there's a faintness to there's there's the fruit there's there's some if you're looking for it there's a, some some tropical fruit on there, but it's very very faint. The the refreshing aspects of it are much more important and much more prominent. Mm, very nice. All right, let's give it a taste. Mm. That's outstanding. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, it it was uh, nice and hot out today, Tim. I really wish we would have had this outside. We could have. Set everything up in, uh, on a table on the street. That would have not caused any problems at all. <laughs> yes, this is refreshing, bright. It has a super gentle, fruity component to it. But the thing is, it's easy drinking. It's not going to tax any of your systems. No. It's not overwhelming with aroma. It's not too rich on the palate, but it's still really clean. And having yes. it nice, I have it very well chilled right out of my sake fridge, and it's absolutely delicious. Uh, so the people at home know, what is your sake fridge currently set to? It's set to about 47 degrees. Okay. So nice and chilled. So it's warmer than a traditional fridge would be. It's actually a modified beer fridge. So <laughs> that's what yeah. the temperature is. Yeah, those beer fridges get very cold. Yeah. So yeah, this is um mm. really nice. And and this is this falls into that uh that category that I often you get in trouble with is like, you know, I can accidentally oops, the bottle's gone because it is so light and as and as you pointed out, I like the phrase not taxing. That's really nice. It's, it is it's easy. You can easy easily drinking. put a drink this. You're easily going to refill it. You're easily going to have some more. Yeah, um, I feel there's especially a... on a hot day. Mm, especially on a hot day. Yeah. I feel like there's a, a peachy note on the palate that didn't mm. come through on the aroma for me. Like kind of a summery peachy flavor. Had a little crisp cucumber on the palate as well. Mm. The cucumber, a hundred percent gut. Yeah. Peach is a little fainter. It's hard for, hard for me to pick up. Truth be told, <laughs> I just had dinner before we recorded and my <laughs> dinner was Thai. So my taste buds uh -oh. are a little tired right now, mm. but this is really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to say that this is one of the first that I remember seeing in New York. I think it was probably in like 2018 or so. And I remember seeing it. They use a, a frosted white bottle with the 
with the baby blue label. And we've talked a, a, about the Shichita label scheme and label design of how it's like more or less the same with a big, easy to recognize, uh, very stylistic kanji on the front and then a different color label for each one of the sakes. And it makes it really easy for people to pick it up and go, oh, hey, I've had this one. I liked the red one from these guys. Let me try this other one. Let me try this green one, or in this case, this blue one. And it's just, it's just really nice. And there's a consistency of quality, I think, across so much of the stuff that Sushita puts out. I think we talked about that on our label episode, right? Where Definitely. we talked about sake yeah. labels. Yeah, and I have the bottle here. And if anyone listening wants to see the picture of this Natsu June from Shichida, just visit sakerevolution.com and the show notes will show you a picture of the bottle. And as John said, it's clear frosted with a blue label and it has the very simple to read Shichida kanji on it with a silver foil. And mm -hmm. it says Shichida underneath that in English letters. So yeah. it's really simple but easy to recognize packaging and it follows all the rules for natsu branding absolutely <laughs> uh, i forgot about the silver foil that is another yeah. like nice little touch because it pops like it's that's really yes. nice it stands out on the shelf i think yes um and silver you know. is more like a uh cool yes color if it was gold it would be more warming feeling but the right. silver is a little just feels more cold cool to the touch i don't know it's yeah. very very well done yes. beautiful packaging yeah and then and then you pour it into the glass and it and it lives up to that light and refreshing mm. oh yummy yeah <laughs> this is a sake this is a sake where i would break one of my rules all right wait a minute wait time out what are your rules <laughs> i have a rule all right when I which, put... which rule specifically are you okay. breaking for this sake when I put sake on ice in an ice bucket, mm -hmm. my rule is don't use water, just put it on solid ice cubes. But mm -hmm. I would actually stick this bottle in ice water. Mm -hmm. And that really cold. Really chills it down. You can yeah. bring the temperature of a sake down dramatically if you put it in ice water. When I train servers in restaurants, I always warn them. Don't let too much water accumulate in your ice bucket or you're going to overchill your sake. And that can dampen aromas and cause sometimes bitterness on the finish if you overchill sake. The wrong kind of sake overchilled is not going to be as enjoyable. But this puppy right here, this <laughs> one, I would, especially on a hot day, if I was on the veranda or eating outside or, mm -hmm. you know, not under my AC as I am now. I would put this in ice water and really bring that temperature down and really chill it. And I think it would make it even more crisp on the finish and bring out that wonderful cucumber brightness and just, you know, overall clean flavors would really come out with that uh, extra chilling. Nice, nice. So if I have a party in the summertime, I should, uh, and I, I, Tim Sullivan, I'm going to expect you to bring some ice cold summer sake yes i'll come with my ice bucket <laughs> i'll come with my homemade clear ice cubes i was about to ask <laughs> if you would if you would use your your homemade ice for this or if it's like not the right use of the special tim sullivan ice i usually don't <laughs> use my homemade ice to chill bottles but 
I can I can make an exception for your party case, for sure. This just this one case. This very nice. special case. John, yeah. all you need to supply is the water. I'm on it. <laughs> I got it. I can I can supply some water and uh, and of course I could bring some wine glasses and we can enjoy all this. Is this a sake you're going to just drink on its own out on the patio on the lanai, oh, yeah. or are you oh, going to pair this with any food? There's there's never been a time I've more wanted a terrace than right now. Because <laughs> uh, it's, I feel like I'm pairing it with the heat, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, this is paired with sweltering temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not sweltering. I forgot you just got back from Japan, so it's yes. a little bit more for you. <laughs> yes. Pair this with mushiatsui. <laughs> uh, so actually, so having just been over there. Yeah. Would you even have this outside or would you just be like, oh no, and right back inside? I would not eat outside in that heat for a case of this sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm All kidding. Right, you know. Yeah, it's it's very unpleasant. And most, oh. you know, outside dining is kind of out of the question. Uh, one of the hotels I stayed in had a patio for, mm-hmm. they had like a free breakfast and they had a patio outside and it was like, empty everyone was crammed inside under the air conditioning it's just yeah. just you know one more month and then cool temperatures are going to return to japan but in july august it's really hard it's uh it's atsui it's mushiatsui <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know if you if you caught any of these while you were there but oftentimes there's a lot of places a lot of like uh uh a lot of sometimes like a tachinomi or standing bars that are kind of open to the outside but with just like a curtain like a plastic curtain yeah um what were they were they were they getting customers like what were they doing in this heat i didn't see any of those in my travels i was only there a short time and i was just in tokyo so i didn't i didn't see any yeah i wonder if they just like actually close it all they don't even bother with the easy entrance close it all off and pump the air conditioner i don't know i wonder what they do i i Again, I don't, I'm not wondering enough that I would go to Japan in the summertime and find out, but I will ask somebody <laughs> who has been to Japan in the summertime and see what they have to say about it. Because uh, yeah, oh, a lot of heat, a lot of humidity, or so I've been told. I want to say the hottest it's ever been for me was like being there in like the beginning, very beginning of June. And it was like, oh, and the shade is not terrible. But as soon as you step into the sun, it was like, oh, my goodness, this is maddening. Yeah, my first trip to Japan in September, I brought all the wrong clothes. I thought September is going to be like... Were you thinking autumn? I was thinking (laughs) September sounds like, you know, September in New England. I pictured like falling leaves and I had a turtleneck with me and jeans and cardigans. And it was still really hot in September, but not not mushiatsui. Yeah, I've been told that September has that. It's still got that humidity on it, but yeah. not as much heat. Yes. And unfortunately, I've also never gone September. And as far as like the autumn leaves go, you have to like wait until like November for that yes, sometimes. Exactly. It, it takes a little while to get to get over there, but it does happen. We do get the autumn leaves in Japan. It just takes a while. <laughs> yeah. So what's your reaction to this summer sake genre that's emerging? You think it's something that's here to stay or is this a trend that's going to peter out? Well, I think that like variety is a great thing and having sake that is uh, geared towards a really hot day. I really like the idea that they're like, you know, making a sake that, that 
goes with the temperature. It's not like they're just kind of repackaging their regular Zaki with a new blue label. Hey, there he is. Right, right. No, this is like, you know, they're 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 seeing a potential market, um, a realistic one, because it, it it's hot out. People sixteen percent's a hard sell when it's like ninety degrees mm. <laughs> and humid. Um, it's it's difficult to get people to go for that. So I think that, you know, I think it's a great idea. So I'm excited. I hope it I hope it keeps going. I hope it builds and and we get like more of that. I like the the concept of just like, you know, all right, summertime's hot, here's something a little bit light. Mm. Gets more people in the door. Yeah, and I think with the state of the world, uh hopefully things will get better in the future, but for now I think we're stuck with some pretty warm summers coming up. So my prediction is that this will continue to be a trend for a while to come. And I think it's a great way to introduce people to sake in the summer. Definitely. I would, I think so. As you pointed out, not likely to be getting any cooler. So uh, <laughs> not a bad idea. All right. Well, John, this was great. I feel refreshed actually after sipping on such refreshing sake. I'm so happy to hear it. We talk about pairings usually and there's so much like refreshing cucumber. I just want to put cucumber on my eyes and like lean back and have a spa day with this sake. It's so wonderful. And then put a, a sake costume mask on. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, John, so great to taste with you. This is such a fun sake to share. And uh, thanks so much for tasting. And I also want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. So great to be back in the swing of things. And uh, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. I also want to send out a special hello and thank you to our patrons. If you'd like to support Sake Revolution, there's an easy way to do so. Just visit patreon.com slash sake revolution. And there you can sign up to support us. And uh, we thank you so much if you do. Uh, and uh, for this episode and for all of them, don't forget that we do have our show notes over at SakeRevolution.com. If you want to see the photo of the bottle, and I think we're going to have some other Natsu uh, sake bottles uh, on display there so that you can kind of get a feel for what the what's the vibe of Natsu sake. We're going to try to deliver that visually on the site. And, uh, you know, don't forget, we also have our transcript over there as well. The site has a lot of fun things if you want to go exploring. Uh, and take a peek sometime. So, on that note, uh, it's hot out, Tim. Grab a glass, pump up that AC. Remember to keep drinking sake and come by. <laughs>